0: Welcome back to Empowering Life Ministries podcast. We're your host today, Darren Donna Barber. Uh, we're doing a study on the fruit of the Spirit. It's what we've been looking into. And we've got down to long suffering is what we're going to look into today. But before we do, I know you got a review someone gave. Yeah, and I, share that. I
1: really wanted to give a shout out to Bishop Marlon Williamson down in Fort Payne, Alabama. Wonderful covenant friends of ours. He went on there and left us a, a review And a rating, a five-star rating. Thank you, Bishop Marlin. But he said, I highly recommend this ministry with these powerful ministers of life-changing kingdom principles. I personally know that their words and wisdom come from years of experience and practicing the message they preach. Now, I would have to read that today when he said it comes from years (laughs) of experience. And we are talking about the expression of love called... Long-suffering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yesterday we kind of got into it a little bit. We gave a definition, meaning, you know, it's, it is, it's it's patience that endures, but it also means um, to have a disposition to be able to bear the injuries of someone else patiently. It means to be mild, tolerant of disposition or effect, Not harsh, not severe, not strict, not exerting, but you are exerting a soothing influence. In other words, you're helping someone else to relieve their pain. And he might be right. We might have had a lot of experience over the years in long suffering. (laughs) We also
0: looked at in Vine's dictionary that it came from two words, macros, that means long, and thumos, which means temper. And I got to thinking about this. Our uh, uh, Heath, our grandson, he makes knives mm. is what he does. And I mean, Tremendous he makes them from beginning yes. to end. He's, he is a real artisan or whatever you call that that makes knives. I don't even know what the word for that is. But He's amazing. He, he's a craftsman, though. But, you know, that word means to temper. I know with those knives, he goes through a process to temper that steel for that knife. And I don't know all the process in it. But when he does that, it makes it stronger.
1: Yeah, and he has to have a lot of patience to be able to deal with that. And you know what? You were just thinking, bringing that out is a great illustration there. He has to be under, a, and not just a knife, but he has to go through all the heat with the knife yeah. the whole time that he's forming that and shaping that.
0: But my thing in that, you know, is the you know, long-suffering means long-tempering. so long temper. So that tempering process that takes place, you know, that happens from the maturity that gets built into us. Yes. Because, you know, before it's kind of like uh, Thomas Edison discovered a light bulb, you know, and all that. He failed like 3000 times before he ever did it. So you might try to walk in this, you know, the fruit of long suffering in your life and you might fail 3000 times (laughs) before uh, you're tempered enough That you can handle those things because it's yeah another thing it brings out is it means forbearance and that means you take a lot of stuff uh, instead of lashing out back at somebody or anything like that and uh, that takes that takes a work of the Holy Spirit in you to be able to do that yeah and
1: I think and when you talk about that uh, forbearance that was the one the disposition to bear injuries patiently now that could be your own or it could be that of someone else. You know, because there's a lot of times you we deal with people in their situations. I, you know, even like sometimes you might be dealing with um, a child right now who is being very rebellious. But you know what? We can believe the word of the Lord over them. And that, that kind of leads us into our scripture today of Luke uh, 21, 19. It says, in your patience, possess ye your souls. And we all know that our soul is our mind our will and our emotion. So it's that patience. I was, you know, just thinking about it. This is where we have a continued consistency in our waiting because we're sure that the promises of God are going to come to pass.
0: Yeah, and the thing of it is is we're possessing that. We're taking ownership, taking of, ownership it, you know? of it. Taking ownership of it. Yes, And, uh, you know, it's not all, most time when we have a situation going on. We'll want to blame our wife or your husband or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody else over a situation. But when you begin patiently possessing your mind, your will and your emotions, what you're doing, is you're possessing what you think. Yes. You're possessing what you do and you're possessing what you feel. Because I'm going to tell you in this, you can have the wrong thing. In thinking, doing, or feeling, because your heart will lie to you in a lot of situations. That's true, And that's that's through your emotional makeup. The scripture tells us what to think. In Philippians 4, 8, 9, it says this, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think. On these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do, and the God of peace shall be with you.
1: Absolutely. You know, well, I think how we think, and you know, this is when I'm doing mentoring or with anybody, this is one of these scriptures I always bring out because how we think is going to determine how we feel and how we feel is going to determine what we do. You know, our actions, they never, you know, most of the time they don't just happen. They happen because you have uh, your thought process. And, you know, this this scripture in Philippians here, when he says, you think about what's what's true, you know, there's a lot of facts out there, but it doesn't mean it's true. That's right. And that's the difference. You got to know if, you know, what the word of God says, it's like, You know, your facts may be at the moment that you don't have two pennies to rub together, but the, you know, the Lord says that you are rich. (laughs) So, and he says, speak those things that are not as though they were. And the reason why is, is because our situations can't determine how we really think. We have to let our thinking begin to to change our culture. And when we think about possessing our mind, we have to take... Ownership of how we think.
0: Yeah, your mind will absolutely put you in a state uh, of craziness if you're not careful, and you focus in, and you focus in on negative things when sometimes when there are not even negative things present in your life. I used to say all the time, you're wearing on credit, <laughs> you know, because you got you're concerned about this situation, you're concerned about that situation. But none of those things are present and none of those things are a reality. They're just working in your mind. And when I think about these things here, these if you're thinking on these things, you haven't got room for any of the other things. You're thinking on what's true, what's honest, what's just, what's pure, what's lovely, uh, and what's of a good report you, you're not you know you're not thinking on a negative report you're not thinking of, exactly. you know what I'm saying yes none of those things are going to be there and manifest
1: well I think that's true and I've always said that the kingdom of God is an exchange system. so if you want to have the other the better things working in your life change the way you think and you'll be able to possess your soul possess your mind and you know what that's what we have to do. Exchange all of that thinking for something that's good. But, you know, I read a quote I wanted us to finish with today. I don't know who said it, but I, I saw this. It says, when you're tempted to lose patience with someone, think how patient God has been with you all the time.
0: Yeah. So
1: that's what we'll close with today. We really hope you uh, will tune back in again with us tomorrow.
0: Yeah, and think about this uh, throughout your day. Uh Remember I told you about Thomas Edison failing like 3,000 times. Make it a practice to change your thinking. Allow the Lord to work in you. You're not going to do it overnight because you've had ever how old you are of stinking thinking, but now he's going to help you with the right thinking. Thank you so much for joining us today. You have a blessed day.
1: Head on over to our Facebook page or our Empowering Life Ministries website, and you will see a visual of this scripture that we're sharing with you today. Be blessed, everybody.